Podboys Productions. Hello there. It's your boy. Alrighty. It's time for the playoffs, baby. Wait. Actually, hold that thought. Playoffs. We're talking playoff playoffs. Playoffs. We're talking play in. Play in. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Play, play in. Or it'd be play on would be like the opposite, right? Play on words is what I like to do with my, you know, when I throw around my uh, my jokes, you know. Yeah. But but we're talking play in here. Not playoffs like you said. I'll, I'll peek behind the curtain. Of course, it's your boy, Padre here. Padnam over there hits me up we gotta talk playoffs my nets are uh, are in the playoffs so uh of course i want to talk all about it of course he says everyone knew it was a foregone conclusion that the nets would be right in the playoffs without any concern in the 2021 22 season right and right. you know so that's why i said we gotta talk about this play in style because i think he doesn't know what's actually going on well i mean i think this is this is the biggest matchup I've ever, you know, heard or seen or witnessed. That's the anticipation for this is like beyond me. And I, I cannot believe that Aaron Yeager is destroying all of the world. Marley and everything going is he's got the whole wall of the Titans going on. He looks like he's a ribcage stegosaurus monster. And now the Alliance, you know, have to go together and battle him, and we, we can't even see that until 2023. Like, that is a huge matchup, but I'm ready to talk about it right now. That's what, Oh, that's what you wanted to talk about when you're saying playoffs. You're saying that, I thought you were talking about the Nets, because that's usually what you're talking about. You're talking about, well, no, you did make the comparison. You did say that the rumbling from the island, yeah, Aaron's rumbling, Aaron at the starting guard, you said that was essentially the same as your Nets is that, again, that they're both foregone conclusions to roll over everything this season. But I don't think that's quite... I mean, that might be right in, in Aaron Yeager's case, but I don't know if that is going to be right in Kevin Durant's case and uh, Kyrie Irving, Steve Nash. Well, I was talking to you. I was talking on the text messages about, you know, this incredible matchup. And, you know, I was just thinking, what am I going to do tomorrow when I'm visiting Brooklyn tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, April twelfth. Well, not. I mean, when I'm in the ho- yeah, when I'm in the hood, and uh, what am I going to do tomorrow on Tuesday? And it just hit me. It hit me immediately that I should go down to Chelsea, or actually, no, I'm going to go to Thirty Rock, look for Pete Davidson, ask him what's up with this big matchup against Kanye West. You know, like, are you okay, are you guys going to, you know? Do a, is he going to do one of those rap videos he does on SNL and attack, you know, Yay? Or is it going to be one of those things where he'll do a video with Kim K and Kanye will, and he'll put Kanye's head on Kim K and it'd be really weird because I think that would be weird and hilarious at the same time. Yeah, it would be. What are your thoughts? So you're trying to uh, keep the you're trying to escalate the beef over. You're not coming in. You're not coming down. To, you don't want to go down to Thirty Rock tomorrow to uh, try to smooth things over you want to throw more fire on this okay yeah i mean like it's 
we're not getting enough content. You're kind of like a real floke, Podnam. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> flock, you mean? Dye flock, hair flock. <laughs> flock, whatever, however he says. Now. Floke sounds definitely like a slur. <laughs> sounds... Flokey? Flock. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm um, more of a uh, Mikasa. I'm a Mikasa. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that doesn't check out to me, but what, whatever you say. Well, you, who, who do you have bond? Well, let's say, let's extend this. So apologize to anyone who doesn't listen or doesn't watch Attack on Titan. Who would your, I guess before, prior to this season, things are changed between her and Aaron. But prior to that, she had blind kind of loyalty and love for one, just one figure. If we could extend it back to basketball, who would be that player for you that you would be the, that, that's your, that's the Aaron to your Mikasa. Or no matter what they did, I would just... Your ride like, or die, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then I would have to wear a scarf to make sure <laughs> to make sure that was mm-hmm. confirmed, yeah. I don't know. I think it would be... It's got to be Frank Vogel. Like, as a coach, it's got to be Frank Vogel. <laughs> really? <laughs> Interesting pick. You know, like, he, he just got did wrong by the Lakers, and I'm with him. You know, I'm with him. With this is breaking news. Today he was fired. Yeah. I, not, not really that surprising, I don't right, think. Right, Considering their horrific season, he's going to be the fall guy. Okay, I don't know if that analogy tracks, but I still like it. But uh, come on, Podnam, don't go down to 30 Rock tomorrow. Don't go to Chelsea. Don't walk on the high line with a tourist. Don't do any of that. You should go to your old neighborhood in Brooklyn because... I think things are going down there. Yeah, no, 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 I was going to, yeah, I am going to go to my old neighborhood. I'm going to go to uh, Bed-Stuy and find out why everyone hates Chris, because apparently he, Chris Rock had to get slapped at the Grammys last weekend or the weekend before. Wait, he got slapped at the Grammys also? Yeah, he got slapped at the Grammys and he got slapped at the Oscars. Yeah, that's brazen to even show up at another award award show so soon. But, like, you know, he... Chris Rock did a whole show on why everyone hates him, mm-hmm. so there's got to be a little bit more underneath it. So I'm just going to go from, instead of going to Barclays, I'm going to go a little further east. I'm going to go uh, north, take a left on, on Nostradive, and then uh, find out I'm in Bed-Stuy. And then, or oh, we're in Bed-Stuy, mm-hmm. meaning the whole world. And yeah, uh, and, and see see what happened, you know, what behind the story. This is the real world, you know, where one perfect enum finds out the truth. Well... You could go look for the truth over there. You know what I'll be doing? Wishing I was in Brooklyn. Not overdoing that, but wishing I was at the Barclays Center, inside the Barclays Center, cheering on certainly not the hometown team. You know, I've been to many games there, as we've talked about with you in the past or otherwise, and cheer for the, the, the local team, the home team. But tomorrow, no, no, no. Why would I ever do that? There or from afar where I will be. What am I... When, yeah, the train noise, beep, beep, that's right. Thank you. Yeah, keep going. Thanks for introducing. Train noises make beep, beeps. Yep, yes, they Beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, classic train noise. Beep. You know when you honk your your horn on your car, it's a train noise. Yeah. You don't have that in your car. Yeah. But continue. What What would you want to do? Of course, I'll be cheering on hard, hard, hot and heavy and hard. That sounds mm-hmm. a little weird. But for my Cleveland Cavaliers in play-in, we're talking play-in, Padnam. Play-in game one, seven versus eight seed, Cavs at Nets. The Brooklyn Net Kerbockers. Mm. 
the erstwhile New Jersey. Crew. You know, there is a there is a rumbling happening, and it is going to be in Prospect Heights on the corners of Atlantic and Flatbush Avenue with a rusted top of an arena and a little grass over the subway. And then you'll see, you'll see exactly what will happen when you enter the arena and you see right in front, it's going to be a group of people, the Brooklyn Brigade super fans. And if you walked right in the, in the center, you might see mm. your boy, Padnam up in the building. Hold on, Padnam. Are you saying the, the Brigade super fans? So this is a group of super fans of the Brooklyn Brigade? No, it's, it's, it, there's a brigade, brigade of super fans that attend games. And oh, the, that what you're a part of. Yeah, yes, no, of I mean, I like, I'm not officially a part of anything, or unofficially. Padnam, oh, Padnam just does his own thing, right? We know this. You do your own thing. Yeah. But you mix and mingle in with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you know, I'm respected there. I'm a very important person. Uh, mm-hmm. And when you if, you... if any of the listeners hear this, and it's before the game actually happens, feel free to walk straight into the arena... And just scream pod nom and somehow I'll find you. So That's right. Scream VIP, VIP. That very important pod nom. Very important pod nom. Yep. Is there, I mean, you could scream MVP, most virtuous pod nom. Yep. That's a good one too. Yep. Or uh, MIP. So if you scream MVP in Barclays, it'll be about you. Yeah, MIP. What would that most be? Most e- uh, enamel, enamical, like financially. Economical, enamical. Podnam, yeah, there you go. No, don't do that one, guys. That's too far. <laughs> That's Nobody cool. scream MIP. Yeah. Hey, if you're screaming MIP in Barclays tomorrow, you're probably going to maybe be talking about old Darius Garland on my Cleveland Cavs, star of the team. And if we're going to have any hope to take down these nets, he's going to have to show out and go off and have a huge game, I would think. Because, uh, unfortunately... Your old friend and my new friend, Jared Allen, is not going to play in this one. Already been, been ruled out a day before the game. Hasn't played the past few weeks. And that's a tough assignment without him, you know. Very unfortunate. His broken finger, but it seems to be worse than just a regular broken finger. Cause it, I would assume if it was just simple break, he would be tape it up and be playing in the biggest game of the season. No, I don't follow uh, Big J Al as much as I used to. And... Did his finger break during a hardcore uh, keyboarding accident, or was it like, uh, uh, was he building a new gaming PC and then the drive shut on his finger? Like, what, what exactly happened? Or no, actually, no. Hmm. Let me guess another thing. He was actually having, he was having Yo, keep uh, sushi at Notori on Vanderbilt, and one of the chopsticks <laughs> actually went over his finger too far and snapped it. I think one of those scenarios happened. You can tell me though. I haven't been to this this sushi joint, but do they have like steel chopsticks that they give? It? Like, what? How would a finger they break? Up? Oh, they do. They do. It, actually, no. It's a it's a ramen place. Uh, I forgot his name now, but it's on Vanderbilt and Dean. You can if you walk past. Okay, so it's not the, the name you said, and it's not the type of cuisine you said. No, it's sushi and ramen. They got oh, okay. They got okay. It's a ramen sushi place. No, you're right. You're right. I I don't know anything. I'm, I'm just making this. Uh, other than the fact I know there's food on Vanderbilt. Okay, well, Jared Allen, no, he did not get, he did not injure his finger on a food incident in Brooklyn, or in any city, I don't believe. It was on the court, Padnam, meaning we, we're going to heavily have to rely on 
the Cavs rookie phenom Evan Mobley at the center position when he's been mostly played the four. It's at J.A.'s five all year. And uh, they really anchored a strong defense most of the season. He had been hard recently, just came back a couple of games ago. So I don't know if this is going to be enough. We played the Nets. The Cavs and Nets played the second last game of the regular season just like three, four days ago, whatever it was. And uh, it was a pretty close competition till toward the end when the Nets pulled away halfway through the fourth quarter or so, uh, I would say, if I remember. Yeah, we were texting. We were doing a little text exchange back and forth. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking about potentially doing a, a recording then, but I think we were too invested into this game. Mm-hmm. We knew what would happen if the Nets won versus or the Cavs won. It would mean a lot towards today. And then, lo and behold... They're going to be yeah. playing in the first ever 2022 play-in That's game. Because the Nets won, they ended up with the seventh seed. Only, what, a game? Not even a game ahead. They have the same record, but then they win the yeah, heads-ahead. Tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the Cavs won a game against the Nets all year, if I don't believe, all season. I think they... Or was that last year? Last year when the Cavs were bad still... Um, when they traded, they won. They beat the Nets a bunch of times, and yeah. it was kind of everyone was yeah. clowning on the Nets online because of that, because the Cavs were perceived to be a bad team then, which I guess they were record wise showed that. But this year, when they've been pretty good, obviously at, at least, uh, you know, <laughs> the same record as the Nets right now are supposed to be. We don't really need to. Everyone knows all the the Nets saga this year, but obviously, I don't think many people preseason would have. Seeing this, uh, this to be the seven-eight play-in matchup, I would have to think, including ourselves, we certainly didn't see this coming. But yeah, I don't think the Cavs won a game against the Nets this year, unless I'm forgetting one. But anyway, that's that, and we got Hawks Hornets as the nine ten. They got to play each other. The winner of that will play the loser of Nets Cavs uh, Friday, I believe. So my prediction, real quick, on just us, you know, of those four games, I do think both Cleveland and the Nets will make the playoffs. I'm just, I'm just saying that mm-hmm. straight out. I don't even have to. We don't have to do a preview of the Hawks Hornets. I just feel like both of them will make the playoffs, regardless of the scenarios moving forward. Chug, my memory on this. I feel like the Hawks and Hornets were also in the plan last year, both weren't they? And then the Hawks got in, Indiana. and the Hornets didn't? No. No. It was Indiana and Charlotte. Uh, Hawks were at number four. Five. Okay, they were they higher. They were pretty good. They made it to conference finals. I remember that. I just so, thought it was from the playing spot, but I guess I was wrong about that. No, no, that would be... Oh, yeah, because they played the Knicks in the first round and the Knicks weren't in. They were like... It was like the 4-5 matchup, was, maybe. Okay. It was a 4-5 That's matchup. right. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, so the Hornets lost um, to the Pacers from the same... Hornets might have been nine this year, they're ten, whatever it was, but that was still the nine-ten game, and they lost last year. Right. Yeah. So they get another crack at this one. But you're saying that whoever wins that game will lose to either the Cavs or Nets a Friday, and it won't. Ulti- and the yeah. plan won't ultimately matter because that both Cavs and Nets will get in the playoffs of the seven-eight seeds anyway. I think it's it's depending on. Um you know, without going deeply in our game, I think the depth of Cleveland is pretty higher than, uh, than, I mean, people say Charlotte has depth. I don't think, like, Kelly Oubre is not really consistent. Um, who else they have? I think Terry Rozier starts, but I can't name anyone. Miles Bridges. There's not anyone that's a huge impact player, you know, other outside of, um, 
Lamelo Ball, right? Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then with the Hawks, that is there a question mark because I think uh, John Collins is out with an injury, um, and he's he's like their number two player, right? Um, and he demands presence in the paint. He he can catch all the alley oops, and Clint Capella can catch some, but. He makes a 25 jumper, 20 foot jumper, like right in front of the three pointer, stretches out the floor. And if you don't have that, I don't know. It's a it's a big loss, I think. So I think the depth of Cleveland and the fa- the way they play, where you the way you guys play, I'm just I was like so scared of Darius Garland because our perimeter defense is not that good, putting up 40 on us. So. Yeah, no, I mean the Nets perimeter yeah, D is one of the worst in the league, but. Yeah, unfortunately, RD is like has taken a big step back with Allen being out. I mean, it's still, it's still, it's gone from being one of the best to like middling. I would say, but there's some issues now in terms of the opponents, Hawks and Hornets. I'm I'm more nervous about it than you are. It would I think, but I do think we could eat, beat either uh, if we lose to the Nets, which I also think is you know likely. Rozier has had some big games against us. I think he's like from the. Toledo or somewhere he's from somewhere in like northeast Ohio uh, which Toledo is not northeast Ohio so never mind but I think he's from somewhere around northeast Ohio and he likes playing against his like the team he rooted for growing up or something I think um, or at least in the building like in Cleveland he usually do- does well and then Ubre had a big game against us this year too and like hit like a buzzer beater to win against us like earlier in the year I remember if I recall so I'm not thrilled about that matchup, but I still overall think we're the better squad. Now the Hawks have gotten kind of hot at the right time. Injuries aside, oh, well, yeah, I mean they they had a pretty bad season overall, and then they just got it's. It looks like they wouldn't even make the plan for a while. Now they, over the past month or so, they've they've uh, jumped up the ranks a bit. And Trey Ice Trey, you know, is scary to go against. I mean, I think him versus Garland would be a super fun matchup to watch. And then on the other hand, let me ask you this. So I, I think uh, I think if the Nets did lose to the Cavs, I don't think they would lose to either. Like you're saying, I, I think they'll get in over Hawks or Hornets. Would you rather, uh, as a Nets fan, play the number two seed Celtics or the number one seed Heat? What do you think is a better matchup? I was... Uh... I was actually rooting for a uh, sidestep that question. I was rooting for the Bucks. To Classic sidestep of the D, and you're hitting up the three. Yeah, I'm doing that Euro step on your question mm. right now. Uh, you're crab troubling my question right now. I don't want to prove it. Well, I mean, the Heat look like they're at some uh, impasse with each other internally. I mean, we, everyone just seems. The There's a very public incident a couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. I think there is something to do with, you know, there's obviously egos on the team. I, I know the main reason why they're, if they're falling apart, it's got to be because they traded the Dragon, and now the Dragon's on the Nets, you know, Goran Dragic. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you take away Goran Dragic, you have, you lose a lot of comedy relief, you know, you lose a lot of, uh, a lot of, like, international flavor to the <laughs> team. Um, and... And, and, like, it's impossible to get over that sometimes, you know? Like, you lose one of your comrades, uh, one of your brigade members, uh, your Reiner, your Peak, you know, whoever it is. You can't, you, or, you know, a Levi, you know, Hanji. You can't 
you can't move on without the dragon on your side. And I think I would rather play the Heat. Um, the Celtics are probably the hottest, best team in the past yeah. since after the All Star break. For sure. The hottest team for sure. And I'm, I'm a little scared of them. I am. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty scared of them. Yeah. I would be too. And uh, yeah, I think Dragic is a Dragic is a he has like a peak kind of a battle commander like uh, running yeah. point. Yeah, he could. <laughs> He can move around half-naked. Yeah, well, there are people on top of them, yeah. No, um, I think that I would rather probably play the Heat than the Celtics. Now, from thinking about it from a Cavs perspective, I still do think – I think the Cavs match up, but without, especially without Jared Allen to go up against Adebayo, I I think that like the on-paper matchup is better versus Boston, but um, – like you're saying, they're so hot. Tatum's been out of his mind. Um, second half of the season. And, like, some of the internal things, I don't know if that's going to matter in the first round necessarily for the hit. Like, uh, Butler's always an asshole, but uh, I don't know. I, but thinking about it from a Nets perspective, would you rather sidestep the hotter Celtics and lose to the Cavs in this playing game? I, mean, I don't think that's going to be a consideration, obviously, but... Um, literally, like really, if anyone's going to try to do, but, um, I don't know. I think it maybe would be, a, I think that the, the Heat maybe would be a better matchup, especially because now you're going to have, are you going to be working Ben Simmons in now to this, assuming you, you get into the first round of the playoffs, which again is highly, highly likely. Is he going to be getting worked in now? I don't, you know. So, I mean, one thing I, I caught when you said, you know, I don't think it's something to worry about the first round. I don't think this playoffs, at least in the Eastern Conference, first round is not like, first round can equal semifinals or conference finals with teams, the way mm-hmm. everything is, you know, uh, with COVID, it's put so many games, like, the co- I, I don't know what data will be pulled out of that, but I'm sure the stat analytic nerds of the NBA will figure out, like, how COVID played a role in you know, offensive, the plus minus, everything all together. Um, and that is something that I think the rankings and standings are just what it is. Like KD said, you know, we just we, we do the playing game. We're in the playoffs. Just throw the ball up and see what happens. And um, I think it is one of those things where the matchups will play a huge part because there's a seven games. But beforehand, you can't play those, you know, those uh, moving the – chess pieces up down or uh, or what have you. You have to just play to win mm-hmm. the play-in game, you know. Um, and if we were to lose, it would never be on purpose. And if we lost to the Cavs, you know, uh, good for the Cavs. But I don't see them losing two games in Brooklyn, you know, in a row. No. Um, to not get into the playoffs. And then, what have you, I wouldn't want them to avoid. Although, that's everyone in the NBA on Reddit and everything has been calling out the Bucks for, you know, throwing all the poo-poo platter against the Celtics the last game of the season or Celtics or whoever. They played the Cavs. Uh, yeah. Cleveland, yeah, yeah. Did you watch that game? Oh, I watched a lot of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on Tetsakupa, just not the one you're thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did it to dodge the Nets. That's what people are saying, like, because they're thinking realistically the Nets are going to win. Yeah, I think there's a decent, I mean, a decent case to be made that it's for injury. I mean, like, Doncic got hurt over in the West, and that could be a big problem for the Mavs. Um, 
so you're saying rest Giannis, Middleton, you know, rest these guys don't don't let don't open up the potential for injury during the last the game of the season, injury, you know. Yeah. So I could buy that being super uh yeah, uh, conservative that way, but I don't know. Uh it could be the the Nets thing could make sense too. What what seed were the Bucks last year? Uh they were number three, the Nets were number two. Right, okay. So maybe they also think, I mean, this is probably not that likely, but maybe it's just like, well, we're the third, third seed last year. We won it all. It's a good spot for us. Mm-hmm. If the Celtics could have lost their game and then the Bucks would have been second anyway, obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't really think it's that big a deal, but I'm kind of just happy maybe that the Cavs had an easy easy game then to make sure they got the, the eight seed locked up. So the home the home yeah. court at least in a in a second game of a play and if it comes to that which again I think it is going to come to that my official prediction will be that the Nets I think it's going to be kind of similar to the game a couple of days ago like Cavs will make runs get back in it keep it close Garland's going to be hard to stop and the Nets are going to get some lackadaisical defense going especially in the third quarter probably that seems to happen yeah. Ultimately, I I'm just think Durant is too like he's not gonna go down. If there's a shot to be made, a big shot, he's gonna make it. it. It's gonna be the thing where he pulls up for the deep three or like just random threes, things like that, or elbow, elbow, elbow shot, shot, yeah, and just gonna yeah. go in nothing but net. And then that's gonna like suck the hope out for me as a fan watching at home. I hope I'm wrong, but I I would predict again like I don't remember what the final the final score ended up being like of that last game ended up being like 12 or something, I think, ultimately at the end. Yeah, but I mean, you guys caught back up, took the lead by seven, then the Nets... Went on the first, run. Uh, then, then after that, it was... Uh, like the Nets five, basically five completely points. dominated the first half of the first quarter and the first half of the fourth okay. quarter on, on like yeah. 10-0, 12-0 run type of thing. So that's what happened. So I think the Cavs probably... I think the Nets probably went at home by about uh, eight, uh, seven to nine points tomorrow. I think the Hawks will defeat the Hornets at home in Atlanta, and I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see that Trey uh, Darius Garland matchup Friday night. Now, is the game? Are the Celtics gonna have a home game Friday as well, playing whichever team? So are both both of our teams gonna play on Friday, regardless? Playoffs start on Saturday. Okay, so now playoffs start on Saturday. like they always do, like Saturday all day and then Sunday. All is that day. always how it happens? Uh, I don't. I didn't remember that. Okay. Yeah, every year so it was set the weekend. It's it like you get all games from like one mm. o'clock to like twelve a.m. Eastern Eastern time, and then uh, sometimes they do five games on Saturday, three games oh. on Sunday, uh, whatever it is. But that's how they they got, start off with a bang for the playoffs. But I think, I mean, without without being over biased. And uh, with my team, I'm, realistically, I'm just looking at some other things that are happening. Goran Dragic has been cleared for the next to play, so he will be there uh, tomorrow night. Okay. Uh, Seth Curry has been cleared, and then Ben Simmons is rumored to be coming in on the first game of the playoffs. So, uh, not playing game, but I mean, that's, that doesn't affect. Seth tomorrow. Curry played yeah. in the in that Cavs game, didn't he? The other day. Yeah, but he's been having ankle problems, so he's been he's missed like three games. It's almost like game time decision every single time, depending on how his ankle feels. Okay. And he was just saying, like, yeah, I'm going to suit up. I'm not going to miss this. Now, whether I play, like, a whole 30 minutes or even if it's just 15 minutes, I just have to be 
consistent and efficient uh, during the time I'm there. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. The rotation, I don't know how JB uh, Jr. plays his rotation. NASA's rotation has taken out uh, <laughs> almost everyone. That they cut two pe people or three people every now. James Johnson got cut uh, recently, uh, so he's no longer in the rotation. He can't be. Uh, you have LaMarcus Aldridge not in the rotation. You have Blake Griffin not in the rotation. Um, and But Gorn was. So now Gorn can relax um, Kyrie, but Kevin's going to play over 40 minutes easily. Mm. Uh, and I think Kyrie will play over 40 minutes too. Um, I don't know what has happened with these these uh, super mega humans that no one else in the NBA does this. Maybe LeBron and plays that many minutes like for a game. Like I haven't seen any superstars play an average of 43, 44 minutes yeah. a game, really. Well, the problem, I mean, kind of the Nets problem this year is that Durant has to do that for them to win a lot of the times. Well, he was out for a majority of seasons, so yeah. to catch up and guarantee wins, yeah. Yeah. At least one-third. Majority, I'd say, not the majority, yeah. but okay. A good chunk, yeah. Yeah, one-third one is that's a big chunk, a 22. Anyway, so you, but you're also predicting the Nets will get this one done tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I think the Vegas odds has them at eight. Um, no, that's around what I was thinking that. anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the story is of Brooklyn has been consistent. Even the last game of the season, I don't know if you were watching split screen against uh, the Pacers. They give up a nineteen. Yeah, I started watching in the fourth, a little bit of the fourth quarter. Then I, I was like, it's like there, the Pacers won't complete this, get it. So I turned it off. But uh, yeah. I was slightly hopeful for a minute. Even if the Cavs had got the seventh seed and were playing at home, I still don't think I would I would predict them to win this one. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the home court's going to be a huge deal in this, uh, right, for this game. But we'll see. Yeah. So tomorrow then also there's Clippers at Wolves. And, and then... Uh, and then it seems spicy. Yeah. Like that. I think I'll probably take the... I, don't, I think I would take the Clippers here. I don't know. Mm. I think it's... I mean, PG's coming on pretty strong since he came mm -hmm. back. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, Kawhi hasn't played all year. I don't. He's not going to be a story tomorrow. Yeah. But, like, how is this team... How does team survive even to this point without Paul George and Kawhi? It's kind of incredible. It really is. But, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely a great job by Ty Lue, and he just props on that. I do think, though, Anthony Edwards and, I mean, Pat Beverly has, like, released a... Oh, right, a Beverly Revenge Pat. game, too, here coming in. Yeah, Didn't think about yeah, that angle. Yeah, that's a huge, huge, uh, huge aspect of it, I think, um, seriously. And I think the Wolves will, will get in tomorrow night and I don't know who's the other game um, then two days from now uh, Spurs at Pelicans that's why I still think also like you were saying in the East it's going to be the 7-8 seed anyway I think that's less certain than this one I don't think uh, the Pelicans or Spurs will beat either the Clippers oh, yeah. or Wolves yeah no so you're saying same. I would say I Spurs will probably both. I think I'll pick the Spurs to win that one just on just on Popovich right. But the loser of the seven eight is going to be. It's going to be home percent. for probably the, either the Spurs or Pelicans, and I would take them. Yeah. Okay. All right. So tomorrow night, who do you have though? 
You said you got Clippers. I got. Uh, I got the. Wolves. Yeah, I guess I'll take Clippers. Why not? Hey, if the Clippers lose okay. though, maybe I could. Who do they? Uh, they. I could even get, go to the game. Possibly, maybe not. Actually, I might be traveling that day if it's going to be Friday again. But so probably not actually. But in theory, I could. So I should root for that, huh? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So the loser, I mean, I guess the the winner gets to move on and play the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't know if that's a surprise or anything. Um, the winner plays the, the Clippers. Grizzlies, yeah. That's not. That's yeah, not really I mean, great. I mean, no. You might want to. And then the Suns play the Clippers potentially. Well, either one. I don't see either the Grizzlies or Suns. I mean, maybe at this point, obviously the Grizzlies have been the, the I mean, not, obviously not record-wise because it's the Suns easily, but the Grizzlies kind of have been the best team. They're winning a lot of games without Morant, which is crazy, and they seem so dominant. That being said, getting into the playoffs now, I mean, if it was the Nets, would you rather play? Obviously, I never never happen, but what would scare you more in a round one game, the Grizzlies or the Suns, playing at either? Damn, they're both so athletic and fast and strong. I mean, I think we would have the Memphis Grizzlies have dominated us. I think, I don't know, they, they have at least won five of the last six games in the past three years, I want to say. Um, and uh, I remember one of them was a huge meltdown, and I was at the game, was not happy about <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah, I can't vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jared, J- Jared Jackson Jr. just put up, like, a four-point play and all this stuff. Anyways, uh, still haunts me. The Suns are just, they're, they're a different animal, and I think no matter who I would play, I, would, I think we would get crushed by the Grizzlies, but for some reason... The Nets would get put up a better fight against the Suns. I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't make. It yeah, better. I kind of feel like that for the Nets specifically. Yeah, that might be right. Um, I'm thinking in general, just a team in general, maybe just t- try to take a run at these Grizzlies over the Suns. Though, ultimately, round one. I mean, the Suns went to the finals last year. They got it all in place to yeah. run it, run run it back. Well, for your for your wanting, sorry, I'm going to the East Coast swing. I know you said that Cleveland could play whatever scenarios. Who do you want to play? Because I already said that. I was scared of Boston. Who do you want to play if you were to get in against the one or, or number two, Miami? Well, I kind of got into this before. I, I think that on paper, like I was saying, I think the Celtics are the better matchup for the, for the Cavs. But at this point, I might rather play the Heat, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think you said yeah. that. Whatever. <laughs> It'd be tough uh, either yeah. way. I wish I want to play the Bulls. The Bulls are the only team that look like they're going to be just run out of the playoffs in the East. The East have been so strong this year, and then the Bulls got yeah, the exactly. sixth seed, but they've, but they've really been uh, scuffling the past month. Um, so I think uh, the Bu- that's and then the Bucks got that matchup now with the 3-6, so I think they'll. That'll be a four a sweeper, a gentleman sweep there. Although their series could be, I mean, who knows what's gonna happen with Sixers Raptors? That'll be interesting. See what kind of fight the Raptors put up there. But yeah, we could be in for some pretty good long series overall in the East this playoffs. So I mean, do you? I mean, I love my team, but maybe I'm just like too focused on like them winning one game at a time and not thinking about the finals at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Vegas has them third to win the championship still. Of the like, whole, of every team, not just in the East. Yeah. 
I think yeah. it's ultimately right because like you're just betting betting on the ceiling here, which the Nets have have the the third, second, or first highest probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll certainly be interesting if the Nets end up playing the Sixers at some point. Uh, there's a, a way that could happen, right? No, I mean, it would have to be. It would have to be conference finals. Yeah, yeah. I guess conference um, finals, but but that's possible. Yeah. So that would be pretty interesting, yeah. um, but. Yeah, I think that's I think yeah. that's right. I mean, I, I think the Nets are kind of high risk, not high risk, medium risk, high reward at this point. Betting so on them in this. If you were playoff. on DraftKings Sportsbook, would you take that bet of a plus six fifty for the Nets to win the, to win the, title? the title? Yeah, I think I probably would. I mean, what do you have? Some other who? What's the number one? The Suns. Number one is the Suns. Yep. Number two is the Bucks. Uh, Suns at plus two seven five. Uh, Bucks plus five hundred. And then we set the the Nets at six fifty. Warriors at eight fifty. Mm, I don't uh, like that. To one. And Celtics are nine hundred to one. And then Heat at twelve. Yeah, I think I would take those odds on a DraftKings well, sports book for sure. I mean, you should probably look at that app uh, and download it and just just for. For good old sakes. I think it's one of the better ones out there, for sure. I don't think I have anything else to share uh, other than, you know, be true to your heart. Uh, you come with you and come up sure. with that saying. <laughs> are you true to your heart, Drew? Are you... Uh, you know I'm true to my heart. Down? That's the Cleveland Cavaliers, baby. It's the... it's There's a sword going through my heart because it's the Cavaliers sword going through Because the Cavaliers like a sword fighter, I guess. Kind of. Are they? I guess. I thought they were a dog. No, they have Moon Dog. That's one of oh, the mascots, but it's not Cavalier. Is like a some kind of Zorro guy. Have you met Moon Dog people? I I have not had the pleasure. Have you? Hmm. No, I have met the Brooklyn. Of Knights. course you have. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, uh, no, well, maybe he got killed by a Cavalier and a Joust. We might be able to have him. <laughs> have them for our playoff preview you know the ghosts of brooklyn <laughs> might show up oh i think that sounds like it could we could make that happen and we yeah 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 we so we should get we'll see what happens with the play ends i'm excited for it uh, why wouldn't i be when you know my team's back in the mix after a few years not sniffing playoff contention and uh, i'm excited for us to continue getting some pods in and get a you know a, a full playoff preview pod hopefully coming out soon as well once we get it all shipped shuck out here what yeah. the seeds are going to be and the matchups yeah and we're still uh we're still uh you know putting together our 2000 attack and titan part three season finale mm-hmm. podcast together is it going to be a, another just a whole another part three of the final season keep stringing out or i've heard movie possibly or i don't know i mean you got a good show and it's been voted like top i think top five in all shows on imdb for the past year mm. which obviously it is it's such an incredible show um so i if i was making money on that like someone making money on DraftKings, i would just totally keep the money totally rolling like in keep, yeah keep it rolling in man yeah all right well that'll do it for this bite check us out at brooklyn rebound on twitter uh on uh, uh on our twitter feeds uh, you can find me at enam kazi you can find Drew Wills mm-hmm. with a Z, D R E W L W I L Z. That's right. 
Yeah, don't worry about that. I don't really use the Twitter anymore, so you don't... What you could do, though, is actually pop on over to YouTube and check out Drew's views with Z's. Drew's views. Check out what I got going on, on over there. TV reaction style. And yeah, check out the Mr. I mean, I'm... So, excuse me, the Movies Are Relevant uh, podcast episodes of Brooklyn Rebound Network on the stream. You already subscribed. Give those ones a listen. Yeah. And tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your Grammys. Your Maymays. Whoever you got. Just let them know that we're doing podcasts and we're doing it well. And uh, they can subscribe, rate, review, download, whatever they want to do with yeah. it. Yeah. Tell your mascot, your local mascot, or the ghost of your former local mascot (laughs) that's very important that's very important all right catch you guys later please go cats go nets rebound 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 pod boys productions